Welcome to this week's presentation with Scott Toole. We are thrilled to have you joining us as we gain insight from God's Word. Now, speaking from Rosedale Baptist Church in Baltimore, Maryland, here's Pastor Toole. So we're in Deuteronomy 32. Deuteronomy 32, uh, if you're there, uh, we plan on going to 730. Um, I don't think we'll ever go beyond 7.30. Um, I think we'll probably be short of 7.30 a couple times, depending on uh, how interactive we are and how much help you give me. But um, Moses is in the last three chapters of his life. He's buried by God uh, in Deuteronomy 34. Uh, and um, uh, in uh, Deuteronomy 32, he's giving some final addresses, giving some final addresses. Now, uh, keep in mind, in Deuteronomy 34, verse number 7, it says Moses, when he was 120 years old, he was 120 years old when he died. Above average, would anybody agree with that? Uh, 100, I don't want to live to be 120. I, um, 120 years old. Uh, someone said that you can uh, divide his life in three segments. His first 40 years when he was in Egypt uh, and uh, then his next 40 years when he was on the backside of nowhere keeping his father-in-law sheep. Uh, and then the last 40 years when God used him incredibly, used him uh, incredibly. Uh, in fact, someone put it this way. They said uh, his first 40 years, he learned that he was somebody, that he was somebody. Uh, his second 40 years, he learned that he was really a nobody <laughs> on the backside of a desert. No one knew his name. He's uh, uh, getting lost in shepherding. Uh, and then the last 40 years, he learned what God could do with someone who learned the first two lessons. Uh, when God's called us, God's using us. Hey, we're somebody, but only when our identity, Scott Smith is teaching that. Uh, I don't mean to give a commercial for his class. But anyway, uh, when our identity is found in Christ, um, we're somebody because he's somebody. He's somebody. He gets all the praise. And you say, that's a cute outline. Where do you get that? Um, Acts chapter 7, uh, his first 40 years, uh, the Bible says Moses was learned in all the wisdom of the Egyptians uh, and was mighty in words and in deeds, uh, uh, raised by, by Pharaoh's daughter, raised as a prince of, uh, of Egypt. He was somebody. He was somebody. Uh, but note the fact that it says he was mighty in words. He was mighty in words. And so first 40 year, uh, years, he learned he was somebody. Uh, next 40 years, after being on the backside of a desert, keeping sheep, can't even imagine that uh, usually uh, one of the lowliest tasks, the uh, outcasts and the criminals uh, would be uh, doing that, for the most part, uh, doing that kind of a job. Uh, and, and you say, well, he learned he was a nobody. Uh, remember when God called him to deliver Israel? Does anybody remember what his excuse was? Anybody remember? Uh, it's in, this is the time to just shout it out, okay? Uh, it was in Exodus chapter 4. What was his excuse? His excuse was, uh, I'm slow of speech, and I'm of a slow tongue. And so which is true? Was he mighty in words? Uh, he was the first 40 years. Uh, but then the second 40 years, he learned that uh, I better not rely on that education. I better not rely on that, that eloquence that, that I have. Uh, I, I need to learn that uh, the best I could possibly be without God, without God trying to do it on my own, which he did the first time uh, when he saw an Israelite 
uh, being oppressed by an Egyptian. Uh, he tried to do it on his own. Remember how many Israelites he delivered? One. He del uh, delivered one. Uh, I think it's Acts that says, for he, th he, he thought that they would have understood that God by his hand would deliver them. Was I close on that? I, th I think I was pretty close on that, uh, on that quote. Uh, and they did understand, but not then. It wasn't the right time then. Uh, he was doing it without God then because it wasn't God's timing then. Uh, when it was God's timing, when he learned the first two lessons on, on uh, somebody, but then without God, a nobody, uh, and then what God can do with someone who learns those first two lessons, uh, he didn't deliver uh, just one Israelite. He delivered some 1.5 million uh, Israelites because he wasn't relying on his mighty in words and mighty in deeds. Okay, uh, let me do it this way, and I want uh, interaction here, and this is where Aaron usually picks up his huge slurpee of a drink and just uh, an awkward pause until someone says something in our book study. Okay, um, how many huge miracles, miracles, um, which reminds me of, of that um, we should do a survey. How many said washed and how many said washed? Uh, and miracles. Uh, how many miracles, um, uh, uh, e huge events happened in the first 40 years of Moses' life? Shout it out. Miracle. First 40 years. Huge events. He was mighty in words. He was mighty in deeds. That first 40 years Tell me of those huge events that happened uh, in those first 40 years of his life. Anybody? Uh, there's not really any to, to choose from. Uh, it really is void and empty and silent on uh, if he did something miraculous, we don't know about it. Uh, how about the second 40 years? Tell me of a huge event besides uh, leading a bunch of sheep from this hill, a bunch of sheep to that hill, uh, getting lost in the desert there as he's shepherding the sheep. Uh, uh, does anybody uh, know of any huge events, miracles that, that, that Moses saw that, that second 40 uh, years uh, of his life? Just shout it out. If you know of some huge event that I'm missing, the first 40 years, I don't know of a, uh, of a huge event except for how God uh, turned it around with that, um, that, that ark, uh, the bull rushes, and then uh, Pharaoh's daughter seeing him, and then that was a miracle, but that was at his birth, basically, uh, basically. Uh, and then his own mom raising him, um, and, and then all the wherewithal of Egypt, but, but that maternal instinct of sister and mom uh, raising him uh, would have been the only huge event that God did those first 40 years. Uh, second 40 years, you can subtract uh, that list by one, the second 40 years, uh, but those last 40 years, uh, after he was patient with what God had for him, uh, not rushing in, uh, rushing in, trying to uh, race ahead of what God's will is and uh, trying to uh, do something great in his 20s, do something great in his 30s. Well, I've got to uh, uh, take charge now. Uh, no, no, we're, we're much, much better served if we wait on God's timing. Uh, and in God's timing, those last 40 years, anybody want to uh, shout out uh, one of the miracles that uh, Moses saw because he learned the first two? Uh, okay, uh, how about uh, his staff? turning to a serpent. Pretty miraculous, right? No one had that happen. Uh, we did see a serpent uh, the other day at our house, um, but we weren't able to turn it into a staff. We were able to turn it into a dead serpent. But anyway, uh, but uh, it didn't go from a, a staff to a snake and then from a snake. Uh, give me another miracle. Those last 40 years, has anybody, uh, have you been with us through the book of Exodus? Um, how about any of the 10 plagues that 
that uh, Moses was able to see turning uh, the Nile River to blood. Anybody remember that? Turning that snake back into a staff. How about uh, when the magicians, oh, we're, we can do that, and they, they uh, hocus-pocus turn theirs into snakes, and then Moses' uh, staff turned to a serpent, swallowed our, their, all theirs up. Uh, and then remember the flies, and remember the hail, remember the, uh, the, the boils. Um, if you had to go through that, you wouldn't forget that. But anyway, uh, the boils, and then the, the, the lice, and, and then all of those uh, remember all of the handiwork of God that happened those last 40 years? How about what happened to the Red Sea? Did God give them floaties to float across the Red Sea, a little life raft? And, hey, do the best you can. Uh, no, no, God parted the Red Sea. Anybody remember that at all? Okay, here we go. Uh, give me another one. Give me another one. Darkness, one of the plagues. Darkness. I didn't hit them all. Did I miss about three? Probably. Um, uh, and the murrain on the cattle, murrain. I don't even know how to pronounce that. But basically, cattle were dying, um, uh, part of that. Uh, the locusts coming in, was that another one that I missed? Um, but, but the next 40 years, it was more than just the plagues and just the parting of the Red Sea. That was the start of the miracles. Anybody else have any others? The frogs, yes, the fro- frogs. Stone tablets coming down out of the mountain. Billy. The, oh, Passover, huge, huge Passover. Uh, the miracle of... Uh, of taking, uh, who would have thought that up? Who, who would have dreamt that up? Uh, uh, I, I think that's why the Bible says Jesus is the author and finisher of our faith. Uh, I get it. Uh, we're in a dilemma. Let's kill a, a sheep in the blood. Let's apply the blood to the, boy, who would have thought that up other than God? Other than God. And, and God using that to point us uh, to Christ. Uh, how about uh, the bitter waters of Mara being made sweet? Does anybody remember that? Uh, how did God feed them uh, through the wilderness? Anybody remember? Manna from heaven. Uh, did they go to the creek to drink? Does anybody remember the creek to drink? The, the, is creek, is that Iowa? That's probably Iowa coming out. Um, how, how, did, how did God give them drink? Does anybody remember? Water from the rock. Uh, water from the rock. Uh, some of the victories in battle that they had was only God as he's holding up his his staff and God gave a great victory and just uh, uh, time and time and time again uh, and then if you're a pastor uh, one of their favorite ones is when uh, the critical were swallowed up by the earth anybody remember that and that's the pastor's first one and, and uh, swallowed them up according to Nathan and Abiram uh, the strange fire when God sent fire down the serpents that were biting uh, that that brazen serpent that was healing uh, uh, we're not even close to exhausting um, um, I mean, miracle after miracle, am I saying it correctly? Uh, miracle after miracle after miracle, that's Iowa. Uh, miracle after miracle, um, uh, first 40 years, nothing. When he was learning that he was a somebody. Uh, second 40 years, nothing. Uh, when he was learning that he was a nobody, because God had to balance that first 40 years by that second 40 years. But when he finally learned the lesson of the two, uh, he learned what God could do with someone who learned those first two uh, lessons. And on and on and on, the miracles added up in his last 40 uh, years. Okay, so uh, we're in Deuteronomy 32. We're learning from someone who's at the end of their life, someone who had a life like that, a life like that uh, when we went to Israel uh, our first time. I'm assuming it's about 15 years ago, maybe 13 years ago. Um, uh, it was while, um, 
I don't know, maybe Stephen was married. I, don't, I can't remember the timeline, but uh, because we were flying overseas, and we fly a lot um, more than I like. But anyway, uh, the first time we were flying overseas, um, uh, and so we made sure our will was in order. We made sure that um, uh, that uh, any uh, PODs and, and payment on death, the uh, that way, uh, the $15 I have in my checking account, they didn't have. Anyway, uh, it would go straight to them. They could split it, $7.50 and $7.50. Uh, but, but then I wrote out, out letters on my computer. I have it on my computer today, and I gave them hard copies um, in sealed envelopes. I don't know if anyone steamed it open and looked to see what I said. It was mainly, Stephen, be nicer to your sister, stuff like that. Um, or, or, uh, it, but, but um, uh, my last words, my last words, my last words, my last words. And it was uh, more uh, words like, uh, as you're going through life, because I wasn't going to be there if something happened. Um, um, uh, this and that, and some last words as I was uh, just the thought of that is, is, is anyone else emotional tonight? I guess I am, just that whole, um, uh, but, but uh, it, it's those kind of words that are very thought out, very heartfelt. Um, Moses knows he's only got a couple more chapters left to, to give them some final instructions. Uh, and the focus of chapter 32, look at verse number 28, and then we'll back up and walk through it. Look at verse number uh, 28, and you're going to see this. Uh, all the way through chapter number 32. Look at verse number 28. For they are a nation, talking about Israel, uh, you're going to see how Jacob personally is blessed. Israel uh, corporately is corrected. Uh, and so, um, for they are a nation void of counsel. Void of counsel. Uh, neither are, are, is, is there uh, any understanding. They're void of counsel. They're just trying to make it do it on their own and uh, just kind of winging it. Um, and there's no understanding, prudence in them. Look at the next verse. Oh, that they were wise, that they understood this, that they would consider their latter end. Oh, that men would consider their latter end. You're going to see it all through the chapter. Uh, oh, that men would consider uh, their latter end. And I do think one of the biggest problems in our society uh, and personally, uh, and even in our Christianity, is we're short-sighted. We're short-sighted. Um, I'm kind of built for the long game um, to where it, it's not about what's best for today. It's not about what's best for next week. Uh, what's best long-term? I'm kind of built that way, and I don't know why that is. We all have different personality uh, traits, but, but that's what he's talking about here. Uh, it's when we decide it's not just what's enjoyable now, what, what's going to be fun now, what, what's going to help us now. Uh, uh, oh, that men, uh, oh, that they were wise, that they understood this. Oh, that men would consider their latter end. Let's look at it. Look at verse number two. My doctrine shall drop as the rain. My doctrine, uh, the word of God, the Bible, uh, shall drop as the rain. My speech shall distill as the dew. Uh, as the small rain upon the tender herb, uh, and as the showers upon the grass. And so uh, he uses an example of Bible reading. And Bible reading, the immediacy of Bible reading, sometimes uh, you don't feel the impact uh, of, of, okay, i got to get up 20 minutes early. And okay, i got to spend time uh, reading. I'm in Chronicles again. I'm still in Chronicles, still in Chronicles. And, and uh, uh, the immediacy of Bible reading seems to be uh, of little effect. Uh, but the long-term and faithfulness in the Word of God, oh, that they were wise, that they understood this, 
that men would consider their latter end doing today what will benefit someday. Doing today what will benefit uh, someday. Oh, that men would consider their latter end. You're going to see it all throughout the chapter. Look at verse number 7. Uh, remember the days of old. Uh, consider the years of many generations. Ask thy father and he will show thee. Now, he, he's talking to those that are uh, uh, void of understanding, that are void of counsel, that he uh, talks very directly in verse 28. Uh, and he says, boy, it would have done you well to remember the days of old, to consider the years of uh, many generations. Ask thy father and he will show thee. Uh, thy elders and they will tell thee. Uh, when the Most High divided to the nations their inheritance, when he uh, separated the sons of Adam. And so he's going all the way back. Uh, he's going all the way back. Uh, decisions that Adam and Eve made that caused them to be kicked out of the garden, from paradise to trouble, from uh, a garden of Eden to uh, sinful humanity. And so uh, not just highlighting Bible reading, uh, oh, that men would consider the latter end, but then next, sin, sin, uh, that pleasures of sin that is but for a season. It's but for a season, uh, but the wages of sin, sin when it is finished, bringeth forth death. Uh, and so Bible reading, that would be positive. Uh, 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 make sure you're playing the long game, the long game. Do today what you're going to be glad you were doing today when you get to the someday, the someday. Rome wasn't built in the day, but it had to, it, it had to be start, uh, started uh, one day. And so start building Rome today, and someday you'll look back and say, boy, I'm glad. I, I, it's almost uh, reverse engineering. Um, uh, reverse engineering where, um, and, and I would even say, uh, where okay, you see the product. That's the product we want. How did they build that? How did they build that? How did they uh, engineer that? How did they construct that? And then uh, you reverse engineer it. Okay, uh, we need to do this, and then we need to do that. We need these materials. It needs to be done this way, uh, because that's what I want as a result. That's what I want as a result. Uh, I've always been, or I think it's a good thing uh, in, to, um, uh, I, I want to get marriage counseling from someone who has a strong marriage. Uh, I want to be like what God has made them to be. Um, uh, 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 child uh, training tips from someone whose kids are, are living for the Lord and loving the Lord. Boy, before I read the book, before I uh, listen to the sermon, I want to reverse engineer, okay, what's their life like? What's their life like? Uh, someone that's just a wreck, a mess, is barely uh, walking a straight line spiritually, uh, I'm, I'm not sure that I want uh, to, to listen wholeheartedly to everything they have to say. Uh, I, I want it to be someone who's down the road a little further. What did the Bible say here in verse number 7? Ask thy father and he will show thee thy elders and they will tell thee. And so uh, each one of these, uh, Bible reading, and each one of these, and then uh, uh, sin, uh, oh, that men would consider their latter end. What's the result of this going to be? Uh, look at verse number 9. Verse number 9. Uh, For the Lord's portion is his people. Uh, Jacob is the lot of his inheritance. He found him in a desert land, in the waste, howling wilderness. Uh, he led him about. He instructed him. He kept him as the apple of his eye. Uh, as an eagle stirreth up her nest, fluttereth over her young, spreadeth abroad uh, her wings, um, uh, taketh them, uh, 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 taketh them uh, and beareth them on her wing. So the Lord alone did lead him, uh, and there was no strange God 
um, uh, with him. Uh, he made him ride on the high places of the earth that he might eat the increase of the fields, uh, and he made him to suck honey out of the rock. Uh, when Jacob finally yielded to the Lord, submitted to the Lord, remember how uh, Jacob's first response was always lying and running, lying and running. Uh, there was a problem with his dad because he was lying to his dad. Uh, and then when his dad found out, he was running away from his dad. And then uh, remember how uh, Rachel and Leah and then Laban and uh, then how uh, he tricked Laban uh, with the sheep, uh, lying and running, lying uh, and running. Uh, and so the latter end of that, it's a mess. It's a mess. But then uh, when he came face to face with the angel of the Lord, anybody remember that when he wrestled with the angel of the Lord uh, and the Lord touched the hollow of his thigh, uh, basically crippling him so that he couldn't run anymore. Uh, he had to come face to face with God, face to face with God uh, to be able to, to, to um, uh, own who he was. I think that's one of the reasons why uh, God changed his name from Jacob, which means supplanter or deceiver. Uh, and changed his name to Israel, which means governed by God. Uh, it's not going to be you trying to work it out on your own, lying and running, lying and running. Hey, from now on, uh, you're not going to be able to run anymore because I'm going to cripple your thigh. You're going to have to lean on me, lean on me. Um, uh, 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 and it's now Israel governed by God. Uh, and I'm going to change your name to, to show that hey, when he finally did submit, boy, the latter end of that, uh, the latter end of that was, uh, the Lord lifting him and keeping him and blessing him and protecting him. And oh, that men would consider their latter end. Jacob uh, personally uh, blessed, but then he goes into Jacob nationally, Israel. Israel. Uh, look at him, verse number 15. Uh, but Jeshurun, Jeshurun, it's a poetic name for Israel, used four times uh, in Scripture. Uh, Jeshurun, Israel, waxed fat and kicked, not submitting, uh, uh, hoarding, um, rebelling, uh, waxen fat, uh, uh, thou art waxen fat, thou art grown thick, uh, thou art covered with fatness, then you forsook God which made him, he forsook God which made him, and lightly esteemed the rock of his salvation. He goes on uh, in verse 16, talking about him nationally, and I think personally uh, it was God's compassion shown to to uh, Jacob, Israel, uh, but then uh, nationally it's God's correction shown to uh, the nation of Israel, 16. Uh, they provoked him to jealousy with strange gods, with uh, abominations provoked they him to anger. They sacrificed unto devils, not to God, to God's little g, whom they knew not, to, to new God's little g, uh, that came newly up, and of course, uh, whom your fathers feared not, uh, of the rock, capital R, not little g, but capital R, of the rock that begat thee, thou art unmindful. You've forgotten about God. Uh, you've forgotten about God. Has forgotten God that formed thee. Uh, and when the Lord saw it, he abhorred them because of the provoking of his sons and of uh, his uh, daughters. Uh, now look at verse number 20. And he said, I will hide my face from them. I will see what their latter end, uh, what their latter end, uh, I will see what their end shall be. All too often, um, uh, we look at the immediacy, the, the here and now, um, the what's best for now, 
Um, uh, and he goes on. Uh, let's, let's read it. For uh, they are a very forever generation, children in whom is no faith. They have uh, moved me to jealousy with that which is not God. They have provoked me to anger with their vanities. I will uh, move them to jealousy with those that are not my people. Uh, I'm going to bless uh, people that aren't my people because uh, I, w- I want them to come back to, to being under that spot where the blessing comes out, uh, 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 under God's uh, authority. I will provoke them to anger with a foolish nation, uh, for a fire is kindled in my anger and shall uh, burn into the lowest hell and shall consume the earth with their increase, set on fire the foundation of the mountains. Uh, I will heap mischiefs upon them, again, personally comforted, nationally corrected. Uh, I will spin mine arrows upon them. They shall be burnt with hunger and devoured with burning heat and with bitter destruction. I will also send the teeth of beasts upon them and uh, with the poison of serpents of the dust and uh, the sword without terror within uh, shall destroy both young, uh, uh, both young man and the virgin, uh, the suckling also with the man of gray hairs. And so he gives us a, an example of God's compassion uh, when you're uh, living with the end in sight, when you're living with the end in sight. And uh, he's showing us an example of God's correction when you're not living with the end in sight. When you're not living uh, with the end in sight. And so he, he's highlighting both, saying, uh, oh, that men would consider their latter end. Um, uh, verse 28 again. Stay with me on the text. But they are a nation void of counsel. Uh, neither is there any, any understanding in them, oh, that men would consider their latter end. Verse number 29. Uh, but... Uh, the Proverbs that go along with this is a prudent man, a prudent man foreseeth the evil and, and hideth himself from it, but the simple pass on and are punished. Word for word, he says it again in Proverbs 27, Proverbs 22, uh, both places, basically saying, oh, that men would consider uh, their latter end. Moses was a perfect person to teach this life lesson. Uh, Moses, who lost his temper at the rock and couldn't cross the Jordan. Oh, that men would consider the latter end of their anger. Uh, He saw Pharaoh rejecting God and the ten plagues pounding him. Oh, that men would consider their latter end. Uh, Nadab and Abihu offering strange fire uh, and then God consuming them with fire and then uh, uh, Korodathan and Abiram uh, criticizing uh, Moses' earth swallowing them up, and then uh, Miriam, uh, 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 jealous of, envious of, turned to leprosy, and then uh, 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 the ten spies' evil report, and, uh, and the golden calf, and in all of these, Moses would be well qualified to say, uh, on either side, the blessing uh, and the cursing, oh, that they were wise, that they uh, understood this, that men would consider uh, their latter end. Uh, look at verse number 35. Uh, the second phrase in verse number 35, look at it. Uh, it says, their foot shall slide in due time. Their foot shall slide. Does everyone see that? It's not the first phrase, the second phrase. Uh, their foot shall slide in due time. Eventually, the latter end, uh, the latter end, uh, I have, uh, I, so I probably need way longer than 730 to get through this, but um, in, in Proverbs, in, I'm sorry, Psalms at 92, uh, he's talking to a psalmist that's a little jealous of the uh, wicked who are being uh, blessed, seemingly, that are, are doing well, seemingly, and, uh, and looking at himself, and he's struggling, uh, uh, a, a righteous man, struggling, seemingly. And then uh, God compares the wicked to, to the grass uh, that grow up quickly and then are burned away. Uh, the wicked, yeah, they, they grow up quickly and they burn away. Uh, but the righteous are as 
palm trees that are planted, cedars of Lebanon that are planted in the house of God. And so when we're just looking at the here and now, boy, we can lose sight of uh, the long term. Uh, uh, set your affection on things above, on things above, on the eternal. Uh, set your affection on things above where, uh, where Christ is in the right hand of God. Um, and, and, and then uh, we look not at the things that are seen, but the things that are not seen, for the things that are seen are temporal, things that are not seen. Can anyone understand any words that I'm saying right now? Anyway, uh, our, our eternal, um, we've kicked it into double speed trying to get the sermon done. But um, um, it's all about, it's all about, and I'm not going to give you an outline on the positive or on the negative, but uh, some examples. I'll give you some examples. Financially, Steve Smith is uh, teaching on dollars and cents. Uh, for those of us that are skipping uh, the eight weeks on dollars and cents, can I help you in dollars and cents? Um, buy now, pay later has killed more people than anything I know, financially. Uh, buy now, pay later is destroying people. Uh, running up credit card debt to where, uh, well, I got it now, I got it now, I want that shiny bobble, uh, now I got that now. Uh, and, and then minimum payment on a credit card, minimum payment on a credit card, minimum payment on a credit card. You're going to be paying that thing off for 25 years, and you're going to be paying uh, probably 20 times more than, than, than what it would have cost you if you would have saved first and then bought that. Is anybody with me on that at all? Oh, that they were wise, that they understood this, that men would consider uh, their latter end. I think about um, uh, uh, the financial bondage that comes from that drug addiction. Uh, we have a whole uh, ministry dedicated to uh, someone that wants to, to smoke or snort or inject or uh, to be able to escape the today and the wow factor of the high they get today, uh, but, but not thinking about the latter end, not thinking about the latter end of that. Um, if, if we got nothing other than, um, oh, that men would consider their latter end, oh, that men would consider their latter end, Proverbs 20 talks about that with lying. Bread of deceit is sweet to a man. Uh, that's today's pleasure. Uh, but afterwards, his mouth is filled with travel, the latter end. Uh, immorality, for the lips of a strange woman drop as a honeycomb, uh, and her mouth is smoother than oil. That's, that's the here and now. But her latter end, but her end is bitter as wormwood. And then on uh, and on uh, and on. Isaiah 7, Proverbs 10, the blessings of the Lord maketh rich, and he addeth no sorrow to it. Uh, he addeth no sorrow to it. Hey, the blessings of the devil make rich, but there's sorrow every step uh, of the way. And so uh, we could go into uh, uh, Matthew 6, where lay not up for yourselves treasures upon the earth, where uh, moth and rust doth corrupt, where thieves break through to steal. But uh, lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, and thieves don't break through to steal. Hey, Adam, if I knew I was going to skip all the, uh, you wouldn't have to do any points at all up on the screens. That would have been, uh, anyway, I appreciate uh, the help. Uh, and then trying to get any verses at all up there is probably futile at this point, uh, just because we're jumping around so much. But um, um, uh, be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Laws of a sower. You always reap what you sow. You always reap more than you sow, and you always reap after you sow. That's not just with the negative. For 
Uh, he that soweth to the flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption, but he that soweth to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. Uh, and let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Oh, that men would consider their latter end. Is everybody with me on this whole concept? Uh, I like that parable. Uh, is, are there any topics that I'm missing or Bible examples of this? Um, this is an interaction. Okay, wait a second. Let me go ahead and take a... a, a uh, it's hot tea for my voice, but if you interact more, I won't have to have so much. Uh, Jamie Elizabeth. That's a positive example. Positive example. Yep. Yep. Twice as much. Twice as much. When Job, great example uh, of being faithful through hardships. Right now, I don't feel like right now it's just too hard. I just can't possibly uh, go through that. But the latter end was blessed incredibly. Um, and thank you for the positive examples. Uh, any other Bible examples that you, someone wants to jump in? I know you want to do this on Sunday all the time. Now's the time. But um, I'll give you a negative example. And I'll probably steal Stevens that, that he's rich. Example? Did, I saw you twitch. This is like an auction, okay? If you twitch, I'm calling on you. What's that? Oh, yeah, Lot. Lot. Uh, Abraham who uh, um, and Lot uh, had so much in common except for Abraham was living the long game and Lot when he saw the well-watered plains of, uh, of, I'll get it wrong if I try to quote it, but then uh, he pitched his tent towards Sodom. He saw uh, the plushness. Uh, the one I was thinking about was um, uh, when uh, Jacob and Esau, uh, when Jacob stole Esau's or tricked him out of uh, Esau's birthright, it would have been Esau uh, he was so hungry right now. I need to have that 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 pottage, that lentils uh, now. I'll give you my birthright. I don't uh, care about uh, the double blessing. I don't care about any of that. And uh, uh, similar similar to that, when you're living for the here and now rather than the long game. I, does anybody remember? Shout it out because we have two more minutes. Shout it out. Shout it out. I, I know you want to say something. This is your chance. All the way over here. Ananias and Sapphira. Boy, that's a good example. Um, keeping up with the Josephs, because um, Joseph, um, the chapter before, sold his house, gave it all. Ananias and Sapphira saw that. Boy, the accolades, the accolades that uh, they had. And so uh, they sold a possession and they kept back part of it, lying to the Holy Spirit, and it didn't end so well for them. The funniest part was, uh, how she showed up three hours later than he showed up to church. I don't know why that is. But anyway, uh, but uh, in the latter end, when I get home tonight, that's another example. I should have been considered the latter end uh, about that. Uh, but um, there's a proverb that says, um, uh, what's the best time to plant a tree? 20 years ago. The best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. What's the second best time to plant a tree? Now. Now. Because soon it'll be 20 years later. Uh, in a message like this, a lot of times, I got, I got so much that we're skipping um, that we're probably not going to come back to. Um, but um, the, the problem with a message like this is uh, when I was young and dumb, and we were all young and dumb at one time, would anybody agree with that? Um, the problem is if we never outgrow that. And so uh, when I was young and dumb, you, you, you think you're invincible, you think you're immortal, you can't ever imagine uh, getting older, and 
uh, having a latter end. Uh, and so you're living for the today, you're living for the now, uh, the perks, the plus, the positive, the enjoyments, the financial, the now, the now, the now. Um, but hopefully we all eventually grow out of that, and the sooner we grow out of that, uh, because this is a, having that, that uh, playing the, the long game, playing the long game, uh, you, you have to stick around for the long game. Um, it, it, it's not, hey, a week, let's do this for a week and get the payoff in a week. Uh, playing the long game is real life. Anybody remember the illustration that I used? And um, uh, it, was, it didn't originate from me. Um, but that long piece of rope and then that tape on the end of the rope and we end up trying to live for that little segment of that rope, that little segment of the rope, and we forget all about our eternal life uh, forever and ever and ever and ever. And we're so worried about the here and now, the here and now, the here and now, the here and now, uh, that we forget that we're supposed to be laying up treasures. And that's not just talking financially, uh, but considering our latter end. Live today with the end in mind. And that is today's message. We invite you to tune in next time with Scott Toole as he presents another message from Rosedale Baptist Church. For more information about today's presentation or about the ministries of Rosedale Baptist Church, go online to rosedalebaptist.org. That's rosedalebaptist.org. Join us again next time as we study the Bible chapter by chapter, verse by verse.